Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Drinks with Dub. I'm your host, N-Dub, a.k.a. Dub City. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for uh, joining the show this week. Uh, I got two guests with me. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have sort of a little roundtable discussion uh, as entertainers and content creators and, I guess, technically entrepreneurs and such. Just kind of what we do and how we do it and our experiences and thoughts and struggles or whatever. I got uh, first up, we got a Mr. Austin Wise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, People can't see me pointing right now. The success. The people can't see me pointing, but I'm pointing at them right now. Mm, mm. Pointing at the people. Pointing (laughs) at the people. Giving you gotta give them a point. Pointing at them because it's all about them. (laughs) But uh, Austin, real quick, for those that don't know, tell them who you are, what you do, where they can find you on social media, and all that good stuff. Oh, what's up? Cool. Hi. What's up? How y'all doing? My name is Austin Wise. Um, aka a bunch of other things. I'm not gonna get into right now. Uh, But I'm a I'm a rapper. I'm a I'm a rapper amongst other things, entertainer, um, future playboy philanthropist. Um, you can find me on Twitter at um, you there. <laughs> sorry, can y'all hear me? I'm sorry, they cut out. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, good. Wait, wait, start out. I'm sorry, but you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Twitter and Instagram at It's Awesome Wise. Um, you can follow me on everything, see what I got going on right now and stuff. I'm, uh, yeah, just find your boy. Awesome, awesome. And also joining the show, um, real quick before I introduce Jonesy, um, I didn't know we had Iron Man joining the show, you know, billionaire playboy philanthropist. Future. You know, I picked up on that. Future. <laughs> future, future Iron Man. Future Iron Man. <laughs> You two ladies can be, you two children can be a Marvel hero. <laughs> you gotta have gold, man. You gotta have gold. But we also got my man Jonesy joining the show. Jonesy, tell the people who you are, what you do, where they can find yes, you. Yes, sir. What's good, everybody? Uh, I'm also pointing at my microphone, but it's not translating well. But <laughs> we, uh, uh, so I've, I've done a bunch of different things, but right now I'm really into, uh, like a lot of social media, social media video content, um, really into fragrances and music and all kinds of shit. So uh, you can find me mainly on Instagram and uh, Facebook at Fragrance Over Everything and also on YouTube. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Word. Awesome. You say, so you say awesome. fragrance, you mean like colognes and perfumes and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I That's got a so collection cool. of like. Oh, 200 shit. bottles. <laughs> 200 bottles of cologne. All right. So I don't know shit about any of that. But <laughs> I think it's a great place to start. But what – that's interesting. I'm, that's super – like, what got you into that? Yeah, so my best friend Josh, like, he, he had a shit ton of cologne, like, for a while. And I was like, I don't get it. I was like, I, I used to wear, like, Axe Dark Temptation. Like, I want to smell like chocolate. That's the, well, what that's do you the, think I'm wearing right now? Like, <laughs> that's the only thing I knew. But uh, no, I started I started smelling different things and, uh, you know, going to the mall and really paying attention to what they had there. And then there's there's even stuff beyond like what you smell it, like Macy's and JCPenney and shit like that. Like, stuff it gets beyond. crazy. It's like 
I mean, like, I don't even like, want to admit how much the shelf costs. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. No, like I like I like the idea that there's um, backdoor fragrances and perfume, like backdoor cologne. You know what I mean? Like stuff that you can't. You got to ask about. Like, hey man, right? I'm looking for the I'm looking for the real shit. You know, you're not cutting it out here with like, what, what's up? What you got for me? Yeah. And a guy like hits a table or something like that and come with me sir and you know one of those like an uncut gems type deal exactly that's kind of <laughs> what i do i, I want to make sure that all my homies smell good because like it's like an accessory that's what i learned is like For sure your your shoes and like your hats and everything that's cool but like that just kind of tops it off when you can smell good i mean so yeah, for sure. Like, if they can see, like, if you're if you're out there peacocking, you know, if you're trying to look fly, you're trying to look good, you know what I mean? I call it peacocking. You're out there peacocking. It's one thing from a distance if you look good. When you get closer and they smell, yeah, that's exactly. a different energy. It's yep. a different energy entirely. Exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like I said, with the, you know, the fragrances and stuff, like, like, you know, like Austin was saying, that's never really been, you know, my thing, you know what I mean? But seeing you with, like, the YouTube show and stuff is like, damn, there's, you know, a lot more to this than just, you know. Well, I like you know, this. Quote, unquote, yeah. you know, smelling yeah. good. Like, there's different kinds and, you know, like I said, j- hell, even just seeing the shelf in the background, you know, cool yeah. shit. That's crazy. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's, uh, I mean, it's it's a lot to it. I, I kind of like being that guy and I don't even know, like there's, there's dudes in this community that, I mean, they've got thousands of bottles for some reason. I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't understand how you get that much, but, um, if I can just be the connect for like the, the normal people, then I'll let them have the more expensive stuff. <laughs> like, right. like you guys, I would love to be like, Oh yeah, let me list you like five that I think would, appeal to anybody like if i could be that guy for my homies then i'm cool so i think you'll get my yeah, i think we'll get my it. cologne game up like because yeah, yeah. like while we were talking about this i started thinking about my colognes that i got i was like man i've got this one bottle and it just says man on it i don't like, <laughs> <laughs> like i can't like, it just says man like i guess this is what this is supposed to smell like man <laughs> Oh my God! He got that. Like he just said, he got it that Walgreens just said, bro, it's a black bottle. It just says "man." I'm on a podcast. Uh, he like, got that Walgreens yeah, special. <laughs> like he just says "man." I'm like, all right, word. That's that. It was a gift. I just haven't. And I, I don't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I definitely need to get something that doesn't say just "man." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And that's what happens. Like you get gifted something and then you become a creature of habit. And it's like, that's what you always wear. I'm like, bro, there's so much more out there. And like coming from different media types, like I started out in music. I did not expect to be on YouTube talking about colognes. Like that was not my plan. <laughs> wow. Uh, like, <laughs> but just it, just, progr- it just ends up there. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's something that I can talk about and I do freely. So I'm like, you know what? This takes a lot less effort, and I enjoy it more than trying to <laughs> drop music every week. So, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know you know about much, it. Both I of y'all. much would 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 much rather just talk about what smells like how to smell better, and like <laughs> hook, hook people up game, and like book a studio session sometimes. Good God yeah. Almighty! 
Yeah, Jesus bro. Christ. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, you know, like you were saying, Jonesy, you know, it's, it's interesting to, you know, the three of us, because, you know, Austin, you know, we all started in music, you know, and Austin, you're still, you're still in the music, but I think me and Jonesy, you know, like Jonesy was saying, he found something that was, you know, e- easier and fucking, more fucking enjoyable. Twitters. That's what you are. <laughs> you gave up on the dream. I'm a guys. fucking loser, bro. You're supposed to be rapping right now. You're to be in your 40s, dropping mixtapes. All right, that's, that's what you said right. you were gonna do. You wrote it. Yeah, shout that. You know, shout that my sound. Yeah, loud. yeah. 15. I will be. I'm not Jay Z. Y'all said it. You need to fucking mean it. Damn it. I miss those crowds of seven white people. Yo, I miss performing yeah, in Cookville for eight people. Right. <laughs> Fucking t- can I tell y'all killers. another shame? And and trying to and trying to take a picture to make it look Yo, like you a, gotta yeah. get the side. Get your homegirl that you brought with you. Like just say, hey, get in the side. Get as close as you can, but far enough. You know, you know, find the medium. You know, make yeah. it look good. Make it look good. It's almost. Almost like social media. Yeah, yeah. Like, take yeah. this phone, get behind these five people, and put me in between them all in the background. That's what, you know, I'm like, uh, this would be funny as hell during the pandemic watching rappers uh, try to put on shows. Like, during it, like, bro, you only had seven people going into it before. Like, what you, what's going to be different? Those same seven people just farther apart? Yep. <laughs> yeah. That bitch going to look real empty. Or I would see, yo. Or, yeah, and I saw people like canceling shows because yeah. of the pandemic. Like, oh, we're not allowed to have, you know, X. I'm like, dude, you're allowed to have like 50 people in the building. Like, you're not going to have yeah. 10. So, your oh, show I, was fine. You didn't oh, I had a huge, oh, uh, like, in those, in, exactly. <laughs> There's only been 10 people. I lost a lot of money because of the pandemic doing the shows because I had, um, I had a job. I was actually going to be doing. Had like a blog idea that was going to be content around this. Um, I had a job. I was going to go to fifteen different music music festivals next year. Last last year, during twenty twenty, I was just going to go to like different music festivals, interview, talk to people, and just like vlog all of it. And I was going to get paid to go work at the festivals anyway. I was just going to do this on the side to create extra content. But yeah. It, COVID fucked up all of those shows, every yeah. one of them. And if they, yo, if they canceled Bonnaroo, I don't think you and Rap Palooza with you and fifteen SoundCloud rappers is gonna do all that well, bro. I just don't think it's oh, the move no, no. right now. I just don't think it's the move right now. Bro, oh. my wife, she she works for uh, or she used to work for WME, and they're yeah. the biggest booking agency ever. And they they cut down a lot of their company and like. I, I mean, to. if booking live shows is their job, then they they really took a hit last year for sure. So, it's just I, crazy. I've been loving the adjustment to uh, live stream shows and online shows. I've been loving that adjustment and watching guys take advantage of that. Um, I yes. like, you know, sometimes it's been cool, but, um, you know, sometimes it's not been all that great. But when it is really good, it's so, like, tight. It's so yep. dope, and it's so cool to see people adjust to that. Um, it think, sucks that they have to, but yeah. But at the same time, yeah. I think if anything, this this pandemic is going to show who's going to actually go out and get their money. Because if if you took advantage of this time to create new outlets and like be like, all right, I'm taking advantage of this. I'm going to do these live stream shows. I'm going to do this, do that. Um, yeah. 
or in my case, like I'm going to make videos, I'm going to, you know, edit these videos, I'm, you know, write or draw or take advantage of whatever hobbies you got. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was the perfect time yeah. to do it. I mean, it sucks how it happened, but. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I had nothing else to do. I mean, shit, I became a yeah. gym rat. Dude, I got to go into the gym and like just work. If not, couldn't go to the gym. I worked out at my house. I became one of those because you had nothing, I had nothing else to do, man. I'm at the house. I can't go out. Don't want to go out, kind of. You know, some people are still going out, obviously, but uh, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> like, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that. But uh, yeah, I didn't, you know, I, you definitely had to find things to do, you know. And for me, being an artist, um, putting out music last year, you know, last year's shows were the move. Like we got, and we did, you know, we still did all right last year, you know, for what we had with everything going on, you know, musically to be able to still put out music and to still be relevant or, you know, somewhat relevant to at least um, be able to pull an audience and gain people's attention at least in any form of capacity, especially in these times is um, crucial. Yeah. It's powerful. And a lot of guys, you know, a lot of guys are missing the boat or at least tackling, at least trying to take the boat in the wrong direction, I guess you could say. I don't know. Just I've just seen a lot of uh, pitfalls, people falling into pitfalls the last year or so. Yeah. You know, with everything. Well, there's you know. there's a lot of there's a lot of yeah. followers. There's a lot of like when people don't have somebody to spoon feed them the answers, then yeah, they don't know how to do oh, it on yeah. their own. They're like, well, shit. I was just tagging along with these three motherfuckers because they was doing a show or. <laughs> You know, now right. now they don't know what to do. So it's like you got to find your own outlet. I think I think this really is the make or break time period. And the people who are successful during this are going to be even better when they come out of it, because it's like, OK, well, I developed these skills during this time, you know, and that's yeah. just going to add to the live shows when you start performing. That's going to add to, you know, I, I might be able to do videos for somebody else or I might be able to feature on other channels mm -hmm. or whatever the case is. I mean, it's it's a good time in my in my opinion. It's been productive, so that's good. That's really good. And not even just like you know, like what you were saying, Jonesy. Like not even just like tagging along with people. You know, like you know, in these times and stuff like that. It there's been you know, like you talk about people don't know how to do it themselves. Like there's so many people that you know have been followers in entertainment. Like, ooh, this was working for you know, exactly. Drake or Lil Wayne or, you know, whoever, like, mm -hmm. I'm going to try to follow their path. And it's like, now, nah, you know, like one of the keys to success is creating your own path. And I think that's a big thing that this pandemic has shown is the people that were able to like step back and see that, Ooh, I can't do what I've been doing. What can I do different to keep things, you know, keep things fresh and, you know, entertaining like the, like the versus battle. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, been been huge, you know what I mean? And it was just something that started from, you know, Swiss and Timberland just kind of basically shit. bored. <laughs> Talking shit bored. <laughs> yeah. And we're still, you know, we're still doing those, uh, you know, almost a year later. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I want to advise everybody out there, like, listening. If, if there's ever a time like this ever again for some fucking reason like <laughs> your content is always going to be there so like also your music you know you're going to be able to write music me i know i'm going to be into this fragrance shit um there's always going to be that you got to use every media outlet to present it in a different way 
and whether that's you know going live on instagram or facebook or you know whatever the case is even now to this point um i've heard that creating your own website and having everything on there like centralized is the move because a lot of the social media now is really cracking down on what you can put out which really i mean that's shitty to a lot of content creators but if you have everything in your own spot they can't take that away from you so even getting into that i mean you're just know your content is going to be there you just have to find the ways to put it out there and i think if you're creative enough to have a hobby and to be good at that hobby then i think you can get a good two or three platforms to really push your interests that's just my opinion absolutely i mean there's nothing that can't be you know ain't nothing you can't figure out i guess to piggyback what up you were saying uh, there can there ain't nothing you can't figure out sorry putting a little bit of hard work and a little bit of thought you know just thinking about what you're trying to do and what you want to accomplish and then just going to work for it um yeah. and you know it's still and you know talk to people when you know talk to being around people and being influenced by the people you're around is so crucial too yes <laughs> like making sure the people that you're around and that you're associating yourself with are like creative and yep. not just creative, or if they're not creative, they're at least, you know, it's like they're giving you inspiration. They're motivated. They're, motivated. They got your best interest in mind and they got them. You know, the, and you're explicit with your goals and what you want to do. And they not only hear, they respect it. Because yep. a lot of people will just, you know, you tell, I tell people, someone, oh, I'm, I'm a rapper. I'm going to be a rapper. You know, I'm a rapper. That's what I do. Um, you'll hear people go, oh, okay or whatever, yep. then you'll have other people like, wow, that's really cool. And then the cold conversation just keeps going into a different direction. And, you know, but being around people that constantly inspire you, I think, and constantly motivate you. Um, and I know it's hard, especially now with, with the pandemic, you couldn't really be around people. Um, so still being, but being connected to those people in the same way, you know, through where it's, um, you know, whether it's social media, whether it's, you know anything just making sure that you're surrounding yourself and putting positive mental content into your mind to help execute what you're trying to accomplish yep. i think a lot of people miss out on that in a big 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 way yeah that's man that's huge i'm I'm glad you said that because you know with the when i first started this uh this new kind of brand or whatever for the for the fragrances and stuff, I was like, man, I don't know nobody. I'm like a, I'm a small fish in a big pond kind of thing. You know, there's, there's a community on Facebook that's got like 10,000 people and all the big guys already have like a hundred thousand subs and all that shit. So I was like, there's no way, like, yeah, we're just going to get lost in the shuffle. Everybody's got a phone trying to film their opinions on shit. Um, but I saw this one dude, he's like one of the biggest guys on Instagram for this kind of stuff. And he, uh, he said, it's really not about the numbers. It's, it's how you engage with people. Yeah. And I think if you, I mean, if you have a smaller fan base, but you've got 50% of that fan base consistently, you know, rocking your shit or like, yeah. you know, commenting or sharing or whatever it is, that counts way more than, you know, how many total followers or whatever you got. So. Oh, yeah. Well, if you could. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely with the numbers, you know, like you were saying. And um, I think people look at numbers, I think, the wrong way a lot of times. 
you know, I know, I know I'm guilty of it, you know, just like with the podcast in general, you know, you know, when you put out content, whether it's on YouTube or, you know, Spotify or wherever, like you can check and you, you know, how many listens or downloads or plays and, you know, all the stuff that you have. And I think a lot of times, especially like when we're starting out, it's easy to get discouraged because those numbers aren't what you want them to be, but you're, you know, but you have to change that mindset. And I think it helped me a lot at the end of this past, you know, past year, 2020 Spotify does like the, the year yearly Mm -hmm. review or whatever. And so you get one of those as a creator too. So I got one of those through anchor for the podcast and I saw the, the growth of the podcast, like broken down into like percentages that, you know, my listens had increased by like 200% or something like that. My followers had increased, you know, like these huge, you know, percentage gains that may not have been, you know, big numbers by themselves, but it's constantly Mm -hmm. big growth. And I think that's the, you know, that's definitely a, you know, something that you have to keep in perspective. You know what I mean? Like, like you were saying, Jonesy, you might not have, you know, a hundred thousand people following your shit, but you know, you may have 30 that are constantly there, you know, take that 30 and turn it into 50. And then that 50 can turn into, you know, 75 to a hundred, you know, you know, so that consistency and that, you know, like you were saying, that engagement of knowing, knowing what you're trying to do and not getting so hung up on, like you were saying, like being yeah. a small fish in a big Yeah, pond. that's what Josh told me because we got we got a joint um, YouTube channel called Tennessee Pragheads for anybody who wants to follow for some reason. <laughs> um, Definitely going to. Uh, Definitely. <laughs> we, um, we started out and we were, I mean, we were probably stuck at the same. Like we, I think we have just a little over 200 subscribers, which is nothing. But just the fact that we were, we were at the same number for about three months. And I was like, what is going on? We're putting the, we're putting stuff out every week consistently. And like the setting looks better. The lighting's a little better. Like, you know, what, what's going on. And, you know, he told me, is like, you, you can't really focus on that. And um, now, like once I took my mind off that, you start seeing people on other channels mention us and like, you know, in discussions on Facebook and things like that. And it's the little things that really stick out to content creators, no matter whether it's videos or music or podcasts, whatever it is, it's, it's you catching that talk in the audience or in, in random places. You're like, oh, shit, this is this is really paying off. Like, this is why I do what I do. So, right. Um, but yeah, I, I want to applaud you, Doug, because you've been I remember when you started this shit, you was like, he's like, I don't, I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> he's like i'm just a goofy dude that likes to talk (laughs) right and that was it i mean he'd light up a cigarette and have a beer and that that was it but and let me tell you something (laughs) Uh, i still don't know what i'm doing (laughs) i don't ever want to give off that impression that i figured anything out just in case it wasn't clear to people (laughs) just in case it wasn't clear i don't even know how i got this call set up Yeah. yeah. No, but I, I applaud you for the progress, man. Those those numbers, that growth is we see it out here. So I'm glad that you were able to see that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because just like I said, last year was last year was rough. Just yeah. In general. You know, not even just talking about the you know, the podcast, 
you know, just with the pandemic and everything going on and shutdowns and stuff like that, you know, I'd kind of gotten to the point where I was kind of, you know, I, I don't know if I was burnt out, but I definitely yeah. wasn't feeling creative. Like, you know, I was just kind of super focused on life and just trying to make it through the year. And, you know, and I, you know, I said this on the episode that we did, like, you know, Austin, Austin kind of got me back into that, you know, spark of, you know, like, oh, I need to be doing shit. Like time's going by a lot quicker than I realized because it had been a while since I put out an episode and Austin hit me up and he wanted to be on the show. And I, I forgot I have I a show. Oh, oh, yeah. Do that. There are people. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to be on my show? I got a show? Like, oh, yeah, do this. I do do this podcast thing. I need to, like, you know, get back, you know, get back to work and, you know, get back to, you know, doing what I do, you know, whatever that is, but I need to be doing it. So, you know, I think it's definitely like, you know, and that goes back to what you were saying, Austin, about keeping people around you that motivate you and, you know, that are, you know, trying to help you achieve your goals, you know, at the same time as, you know, achieving their goals, you know, because, you know, I think with, with any sort of content and entertainment, there's always room for, you know, networking and growth and, you know, that cross pollination of, you know, what yeah, insp- the hell is why rappers Inspiration in takes, you know, I mean? you know, many, many forms, man. And it takes, you know, sometimes it's very subtle. Sometimes it's very uh, abrasive. Sometimes it's right in your face. You know, sometimes you're inspired by just, you know, the podcast you listen to every day, you know, driving to work and you thought and you get in that your head like, man, maybe I could talk about something I really care about. I think I could maybe do that, you know, or maybe it's, you know, you're, that, that's like a minor way of being inspired or a major way of being inspired. Like your friend coming to you after, you know, after you spit a verse for fun, your friend comes to you like, yo, you really can do this. You know, you really can do that. Or seeing like your favorite artist in concert or just like a, a YouTube video of your favorite artist, like doing, doing an interview or whatever. You can be inspired in so many different ways. And, you know, when I reached out to you to do that, do that episode, just because I knew you did, a, you had a good show. And if I was going to talk to anyone about this album, that was so personal to me, I was going to make sure that it was you. And that's just over, you know, I said over the interview, like, cause that's just years of like respect and years of like build. And when you do that with people and you treat people that way, you know, it pays off in the long run, you know, cause I, I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about, you know, my music and journey, everything. I'm like, when Josie was talking about, you know, I started, I got started. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing either. I don't think anyone knows what the fuck they're really doing besides, you know, this is where their heart and their mind could tell them to start doing. You just get the urge to do it. So, and like, you know, you, you worry about numbers and you worry about this. You worry about, you know, what's my, what's the algorithm like? What, what's my this doing? What's that doing? What's, who am I interacting with? Blah, blah, blah. You get so caught up in all that. It be, you start to lose like sight on like the craft that you were pursuing, the art form and the, the artistic value in what you do. And it starts to turn into more of a, uh, oh, um, more of a job. Yeah. And more, more of a job. Well, you know, this is what I have to do or what, whatever, you know? Um, but, and, but having people around you that are positive influences for you and people that you can reach out to and talk to and have a conversation with that puts you around the, the right direction will definitely help you as well. You know, there's, there's people I call, excuse me, there's people I call like once a month 
or, you know, depending on how much we're talking, maybe once a week, and we'll just talk about what we got going on creatively, what we got going on, you know, what are we putting together, what are we keeping track of? And um, I, and for a long time, I didn't have that. For a long time, I didn't have something like that, you know, a support system like that in my corner or whatever. So it took, you know, forever to get to that point where I can finally really do what I wanted to do, what I've been wanting to do for years. You know, and we had our success. You know, I had my successes last year. I, you know, last three months of last year, I, I didn't really put out anything all year last year except build up for this album. And then, you know, the album dropped and the numbers were super good. And we were able to make, you know, actually make some, I made some money off music last year, y'all, as a rapper. <laughs> like, Congrats. yo, Congrats. like, yeah, yo, that's what yo like, what else? It wasn't a lot, but. But yeah. yo, it's like I know guys that have been making music that made music for years. They didn't make a dime off it. They just made music. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Yeah. I just you know I take you take those little blessings. You take those little wins, and you just got to run with them too, man. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And the the thing is, like, man, what I found out is true support. You're not gonna have to ask for true support. No, it'll just happen. It'll just happen. Like yeah. the most organic, like true support, or I got my words flipped around, but like the most, the best support you can have is like organic growth. You know, it's those, those people that are like, man, I really like this. You know, I'm going to share it or I'm going to like it or I'm going to comment. Like they don't realize how much that means to us. Yeah. Because then somebody else sees that and it's like, well, I fuck with him. So, if he commented on this, it must be good. So let me Absolutely. take a listen to it. And then it just, it, it peaks from there. So it's like, you know, keeping that engagement up, man. And just as long as you're consistent, like consistency and I mean, quality is really important, but yeah, I had them backwards for the longest time where I was like, oh man, I can't start until I have the best quality ever because I want to compete with these people that's already mm-hmm. doing it. No, no. Like, there's people making these videos right now. It's got, like, 5,000 subs. People are, man, they fuck with their lives every time. Like, I'm talking 100 comments every time. I'm like, what the hell? These videos look like dog shit. <laughs> people but, are engaged. Yeah, they're consistent <laughs> and they engage. They're replying to every comment. They're, you know, they're talking to them like people. And I think that's the most important part for us. Yeah, like all three of us is like you know if you, if you got fans, even if it's three of them, you got talk them. to those motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> oh, being involved in like the communities that you're a part of is so 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 crucial now. You know, yeah. it's so crucial. Like, there's so many like YouTubers that I've watched who who I watch in different spectrums of whether it be music, whether it be politics, whether it be sports, whatever that started off as guys that were just involved in like the community of like that group. You know what I mean? Like let's say like there's full on YouTubers who spun off and became their own YouTube channel because they were so involved in another YouTube channel, like comments or their, you know, social media stuff. You know what I mean? Like they're just involved in like that culture and like the thing that they're talking about. So it, it, they get to spin off and do their own thing. And yeah, they start off with shitty, they start off looking like you know, garbage. You know what I mean? It starts off looking bad, but it eventually over time, as you put the work in and you keep growing, you keep 
and everything keeps growing and you build that relationship with your audience, you know, things just kind of become better. We'll, exactly. we'll become better for you. Yes. You know, so like being involved, like if you, if you really like, you know, if you really wanted to get in, let's say fragrance, fragrance, if you were telling someone to get, jump in the fragrance with you, you know, I tell them like, yo, find like the, a Facebook page about fragrance that you're interested in. And every time someone posts something, get in those motherfucking comments and yes. just give your opinion. And like, exactly. don't, don't talk down nobody. Don't say, oh, I think this because I'm so blah, blah, blah. Just be a cool dude and just involved in the conversation. And when someone like replies to you, just reply back, have a conversation, whether they're a dickhead or not. You know, just being involved in the community that you're a part of and like saying that you're a part of is, you know, half the battle. Because yes. that's how people will come. That's how more people will come to you than just, you know, a, tar- a targeted ad, you know, dropping $10 of a Facebook ad and targeting this area of people with these subsects. Yeah, that's great. You know, people can see that. And yeah, that's good. People will click on that. People will at least check that out. But if you really want people to keep to engage with you and keep engaging with you, you know, they have to know you as th- th- people like to watch people grow. People like to watch yes. people you know, become who they think they can become. Um, yep. And so, dude, y'all, he's dropping gems. Like, y'all better listen to this, man. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like, people, people would listen. Like, they might not say anything to you because they, they don't think it's cool right away to support the little guy, but yeah. they see you. They yeah. fucking see everything. Like, people yeah. pay attention. And I, I refuse to believe that, like, only you know 10 people like you know this video or whatever the case is and i'm only getting 30 views like that's fine but like when i'm in the comments of like you said other people's videos and like if i'm just putting my name out there that resonates with other people so they're like oh shit my supporters are now talking to this guy jonesy like let's let's go on and see what he's about it's familiar yeah it's familiarity (laughs) too you know yes you know you ever like one of my, I follow a YouTuber who does political talk, and I got onto him, and I got onto him because for years, if I was like watching a, a video on like whatever realm I was interested in, and he had a comment, I knew like I knew the name of the person before I would see his name, like oh shit, that's him. What's he got to say? And I got it got to that point at first, you just like a guy with a comment, and then turned to oh it's Vosh, oh there he is again, oh wow, and then what, what's he doing on his channel? Clicking, you know. Boom, he's live streaming every day. And he's do this is what he does. Like, and that's you know, you end up becoming a fan. Like, there's tons of guys like that and tons of with it. Just you know, people like to see people that are involved. And you you know no one and look, no one's like at any level is successful enough to do like a sting in the rafters bit where you're just watching, you know what I mean? You're just kind of watching forever and just being brooding. No one, <laughs> no one can really pull that off in real life. I mean, after, until it's only, actually, I rephrase that, people can pull that off, but you have to get to a certain point. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a certain point in the career, which, and by that point, you're not worried about this conversation we're having. You're, you're more, if you're, if you're able to, if you're a rapper and you're able to pull like a sting in the rafters type move where you just kind of hang out and not do shit for a couple of years, but people still talking about it. You're not listening to this podcast. You're not listening to like, or you might be, if you are, what's up, what's up, Sign <laughs> your boy, or 
But whatever, you know, like, you're not worried about you're not worried about dropping every day. You're at a certain you're a level. You're at a different echelon of where things are. Like, you know, we don't need a Jay Z track every week. Like that that part is over. Like that's over. No. Like for him, Jay Z just has to hang out. And when he wants to drop an album, if he has, you know, he can. It doesn't matter at this point, you know, for him and what his fans expect and what his fans understand about him. Because his audience, the people that rock with him the hardest, know that they trust him, you know, whenever he gets to that point. When you're new, they trust him. He's put out classic records for decades, like in different decades and multiple hit songs. Like it's, you know, he's established for who he is. When you're new and no one knows you from Adam, and you just want to pop up and start, you know, you know, you just want to pop up and just be out there and worried and like start putting out content, but then get upset about not having anyone interact with you. You you're losing you're losing ground on like the, the biggest thing, which is self confidence and belief. You you can't do none of this. You can't like have a podcast. You can't rap. You can't talk about fragrance on YouTube. You can't do none of that shit if you don't believe in yourself a little bit. Like, and people get so discouraged early. Like, I met a rapper that um he said I well he said he was a rapper at one point. He said, yeah, I was a rapper back. You know, I got out of it, man, because I was just putting stuff out and no one was really liking my stuff, man. You know, I put music out and you know no one was checking out. I was getting like maybe three or four hundred views on a video, man. I ain't gonna waste my time. I'm like, if that's how you want to feel about it, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna tell you not to do that. I wish you didn't. If you were not, if you would ask me, like, man, what should I do if I want to get back into music? The first thing I talk to you about is, well, hey, stop fucking worrying about those numbers right now. Just be involved, be out there and involved. Then let that will get you engagement more than you know. Being part of it. Yeah, definitely. You know, like, you know. Most of the connections that, you know, I've made through, you know, music, podcasting and, you know, that kind of shit weren't even really connections that I was trying to make. It was just being around people. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like the first time, like the first time me and Jonesy really hooked up was at the 100 Magazine photo shoot. You know what I mean? It's like, you know. He was doing a photo shoot for, you know, his shit. And I was doing a photo shoot for my shit. And it was just in the same place at the same time. And, you know, we talked and linked up when we've been, you know, kind of yeah. our paths have, you know, crossed several times since then. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, you know, so that's, you know, that's just one of those things where it's like, like you said, just kind of be involved, talk to people, hang out and, you know, see what comes from it. Because it's hard to, you know. It's yeah. hard to yeah. be authentic when you're trying to do something. You know what I mean? Like, even with, like, making a, you know, a connection with somebody, like, once you decide that, like, ooh, that's somebody that I need to, you know, need to link with or want to link with, you stop. Yeah. You almost kind of stop being yourself because you're trying to impress them or you're trying to get them to feel the same way or to whatever yeah. it is you it's want like you're getting a salesman it's, like it's like when your homeboy likes a girl you know what i mean like he likes yeah. a, like he likes a chick and he's like this is who i want to get with he's going to change everything he, he's getting he starts pursuing her relentlessly 
or and like he'll change his whole attitude. He'll change his own everything. He'll come out the house with a new haircut. He'll change everything about him just to impress this one chick. Yeah, like that's the same thing applies to that. <laughs> same thing applies. Like it's just a whole change of when you stop and then, but you just by doing that, you kind of stop being authentic. And that's a whole yeah. Like people change up just to fit in or whatever. It's whack. Yeah, like yeah, fitting in is not is not worth that. Nobody, nobody has ever been successful by fitting in. At least not. Exactly. Uh, you make a not, living. At least not long time. You won't be successful. You, you, know you know can I mean? fit in and make a living. Yeah. You know what I mean. You can have a, you can have something, but you'll never have. You know, you can't. You you'll never if you just if you're cool with just fitting in, you'll be you'll do this that you'll just fit in. But yeah. And people and that's every aspect that's that's yeah. financially that's socially that's yeah popularity like all that you're just gonna be average <laughs> yeah if, if that's all you want but some people are cool with that though yeah some people like, some people are mad cool with you know nine to five yeah. come home play video games pass out you know yeah people are cool and there ain't nothing wrong with that man you know i've definitely had like a weaker you know times in like short little spurts in my life where i come into the house i work go to work every day come home sit down, play video games, or, like, watch TV and not do shit till I fall asleep. And it definitely happens. The problem is, you know, with me, though, and I think you guys can feel the same way, you might do that for a little bit, but they'll become a day or a minute, and it'll all happen at once where you just kind of sit down to do it, and you're like, I don't want to do this right now. I got shit I got to do. I got things I got to do right now. I got, you know, all this stuff will happen, and you just want to do a million things at once. You know, there's people out there that just don't have that. I feel like, and there's nothing wrong with it, but yeah, I just can't relate to it. And I don't think y'all can either. Yeah, no, definitely. And one of the things, you know, uh, talking about like fitting in, you know, fitting in and being successful. And this is something I heard. I was told this, God, 12, probably 12, 13 years ago, probably. Um, I performed, I did a, uh, nice. I performed in a talent showcase in Atlanta and, uh, there was an audition process and stuff that I had to go through and, uh, went through that. And one of the things that they told me was that the music, yeah. you know, it's different now, you know, with technology and stuff, but he said the music that you're hearing now, like, you know, on the radio was recorded six yeah. months ago. You know what I mean? So what you think, you know, so like the artists that you're, you're hearing on the radio, mm-hmm. they're six months ahead of the curve. So like, you know, take, I'm trying to think of, you know, a good example, uh, the snapbacks, you know, when Chris Brown and Tiger and, you know, when all that started, mm-hmm. you got to think that was recorded six months ago. You know, so you're thinking that, oh, these snapbacks just came in and they're like, no, yeah. somebody was ahead of the curve on that to plan, you know, that, oh, this is going to be a thing or I'm going to make this a thing, you know, in a lot of cases. And, you know, you're now riding the wave. So if you're you're doing what's on the radio, you're immediately behind. You're already behind. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, nowadays with the connectivity that we have, you know, radio, you know, radio has become so much less and less, so much less and less of like, the thing you know what I mean like yeah being on being on the radio consistently is obviously if you're a musician 
or any or any one of the platform, you know, being on a big stage broadcast wise, no TV or whatever is always a good thing. But you know, with nowadays our connectivity, you can get every a moment somebody puts something out, you could have it on your screen or on your, you know, in your hands necessarily within like the minute, you know, the moment that it comes out. So think the cycle, yeah. the, the, the cycle for things for like arts and like content is so like quicker now. So, it's so much more in and out. You know what I mean? Like, and obviously there's exceptions to the rule. I guess every now and again, you'll have things that, you know, like who was a couple of years ago, like 2015, there was a song, um, it was like a pop, it was really kind of whatever pop song. Like she's my cheerleader or something like that. I, I don't know if y'all know the song, but it was like a really like bad pop song. Whatever it came, it, it hit like Billboard and started climbing up Billboard pretty high and got pretty high up on Billboard in 2015. Um, and then I don't know what, but the song had actually came out in like 2010. You know what I mean? So like the process in which things get popular yeah. and how they become popular and how they become successful is so like, you know, it could happen, you know, Oh, it could still take a long time or it could happen overnight. And it can be so quick. And so like, but also you can be in one minute and out the next, you can have the biggest video of your career one week. And then the next week, the video you put out doesn't do the same. It could all happen and fluctuate so much. And that's why, you know, that's why Jones, you've been talking about being consistent and like definitely getting, you talked about getting a website earlier. Oh my God. Thank you for saying that. Thank you so <laughs> much because like every A&R, every PR, every person, blog writer, publicist in music that I interact with tells me every time we talk, the one of the first questions they ask me is what's your website? Where's your website? Can I see your website? Yes. You know, so because, you know, Facebook could go down tomorrow. They could shut down yes. Facebook tonight, like yes. right now, you know, while we're talking. Facebook could go away. Twitter can get shut down. You know, yeah. someone could hack Twitter and that thing can get shut down. You know, all of it. The, the algorithm could change entirely and the content that you were putting out on a certain platform can become, you know, irrelevant, outdated like that. Okay. So having a website, you know, I, I hate to circle back in the way. It's just you have everything centralized. You have everything right there. You have everything exactly. like backed up essentially. It's the it's the backup for the backup that is it's your social media backup plan. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Not even and like just not even like, you know, like you were talking about having a website, Jonesy. You know, uh I know it's a lot of people, you know, I've seen people stress the importance mm -hmm. of having yes. Uh, uh, a mailing list too you know what i mean to where you know because it's one thing to you know it's one thing to click like or follow on instagram or facebook or whatever but you know to get people to actually part with their email address you know what i mean to get your content you know what i mean that's you know for one that's a level of support and a level of trust that you've built with that person and two like you were saying you know austin if Facebook goes away tomorrow and those, you know, followers are gone, you know what I mean? You still got that mailing list of people that have, you know, shown interest exactly. in your content that you can still reach out to and say, Hey, 
I know they shut down Facebook or they shut down YouTube or whatever, mm-hmm. but you can still right. get my content here. This is where it's going to be, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now that things exactly. have changed. Any you any future I mean? creators, like I want y'all to realize this, like this this is just kind of broad knowledge for, for everybody, but people think it takes a lot of money to to do all this stuff. It really doesn't. Like you can get a website for I mean, you can get your domain for like $10 and it may be two or three, $3 a month to host. If you can't afford $3 a month, I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. I don't think you want you that know? bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, to, but just to have a website for $3 a month, um, you know, to have everything, like you said, is, is all centralized. Even if you don't have all your content on there, like just put the highlights and then use that mailing list to bait people into, you know, giving them exclusive stuff. Be like, you can only see this if you sign up for my email list. And there's ways to work the system. Like you got to be really strategic yeah. and smart with your drops and and stuff like that. Because I'm applying the same knowledge that I had when I was in the music scene. I'm doing the same thing with this video content. Like I didn't really. I mean, the recording was cool. I. I'd much rather like feature on somebody else's stuff. It was hard for me to write a full song. My brain just don't work like that. I applaud anybody who can do it. Um, but like the marketing part and the social media, I was on top of that. So like, you know, I'm, I'm applying that now and you, you really see it. Like when you, let's say I, I have a video a week with Josh on our joint channel, but I'm like, I've been doing solo stuff too, but you can only get it, you know, if you shoot me your email address. Right. I mean, that's just another way to build rapport. And there's there's ways to do it everywhere. Yeah. See, see, see I was just the opposite. I was just the opposite of that. Yeah. You know, when I was doing music, <laughs> I'll write songs all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was that marketing and shit that got me. Right. I, I got this. I got this song. What the fuck do I do with it? You know what I mean? Like, shit, shit, fuck it. Hey man, I made Listen it. to the song. I don't, know, to I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. What more do you need? I got bars. <laughs> what more do you need? Am I famous me? yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> yeah. Like that's how it works. You know, I record the music. That's yeah, it. The music. I get paid. I get We're famous. done. We're done here. <laughs> We're done here. I, I come back years from now and I drive around in a real expensive yeah. car. Like that's it. This is the I pull up to the park and flex on the kids. Like it's the yeah. process. This was the goal. I'm done. I've yeah, done I, what I said I was going to do. I have do. done my part. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Now said I was. Where is my Grammy? Hand me my Grammy. Where is now. my Grammy? <laughs> Give me my Grammy or I'm going to yell. All right. Like, yeah. yeah. Two music videos filmed on an iPad. Right. Yep. I've done enough. I've done more than I expected to do. So give me my Grammy. <laughs> give me my Grammy. Yes. I've put the same song out eight times, but I want my Grammy. Like, <laughs> you know. No, you don't. But you, you don't know, know the same song. song I know the same song as I made so. the shit. You, you, you'll figure it out. You know, it'll reveal itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over the yeah, over the course of the mix, like you know, me and me and Gutter Boy, you know, shout out to him. There were several times that we reused verses and shit from previous projects and songs that you know. 
Yeah, I mean, that's... We knew yeah. people hadn't heard it, so it's like, fuck it, we'll just use it again. <laughs> you know. Like, you know, fuck it. Here, you throw yeah. this verse on that, I'll throw this verse <laughs> well, on I always that. Thought it'd be funny. Put a new song. hook on it, we good. Yeah. Now, 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 for those three people that, you know, that listened to it two years ago, it might <laughs> oh, sound I'm familiar. Rap- yeah, I'm caught rappers doing no. that. It's so funny. I don't know that. Like... <laughs> It's so funny because you know it and they don't know that you know it, but you can go to them afterwards like, hey, dog, I really like that song. And I really like that verse you did. I really like that song you put out with that same verse. And they're like, oh, which one? You tell them the name. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was definitely one of those six people, sir. Yeah. You was one of those six people. I mean, huh? we're here. But it's easier to call those six people liars than to call the new fans. So. No, that's very hey, true. Take your chances. Take your chances. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just lying to you. Like, I'm just lying to you. Like, not. Hey, but you know what, though? You know, speak, you know, speaking of that, you know, Austin, you can attest to this. Jonesy, same thing, you know, with all of us, you know, being in rap at one point or another. I think it's completely unfair as rappers that we cannot get credit Bro, the moment for performing other the rap songs. cover like scene emerge <laughs> like you know how like there's bands that do full on covers of like just one act when the rap cover scene emerges mm-hmm. and if I'm not popped off I am jumping on that so hard and oh. I'm doing logic songs across the country yes <laughs> getting <laughs> I picked logic I know but I, whatever like <laughs> I will, I, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, I'll do logic songs for 200 bucks a night. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, unless it's like, you know, a Twister song or Busta Rhymes, like that fast, you know, super fast rap. And it's like, oh, wow, they nah. can spit that. Like, nobody, nobody cares. You know, like a country artist can, you know, can Yo. come up. You know, just singing Garth Brooks songs. Let's see what like, he actually can oh, do. Shit, this motherfucker can sing. Let's put him in the studio. You know, but yeah, yeah. See, it, well, it doesn't matter what he can sing. So let's we'll just write the songs well, for him. Like no, no, besides just being being the guy at the party that wrote the worst at rap all. song. And nowadays, that's like everyone now because rap's the most rap the most popular form of music right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that, man. Like, <laughs> you almost got to, like... Remind, like... remind people that, yeah, it's the most popular form of music right now. And I think that's... When I was, like, in high school, like, it was happening. But, it like, now it's, like, commercials are scored to yes. trap music. Like, yep. dog, commercials are scored to trap music. You could be watching a Crest toothpaste commercial and the <laughs> You know how crazy that is? Yeah. You know how nuts yeah. that is to me? Like, oh my God. <laughs> like, back in the 80s, like in the 80s, you had Ozzy Osbourne and, you know, he would probably, if he condoned, he was part of commercials because World Rock's the most popular form of music right now. Like, it's just crazy to think. I think that's, still wild to me that I, I, I remember the day that it, it I knew that it was over I remember the day rap went for me the day rap went from being that ooh that sort of thing that some people are into to the thing that everyone was into I remember that like vividly I remember going to like a party like with my little brother who was like 19 at the time 
with like a bunch of his friends and I'm definitely the older guy there, but I'm, you know, I'm hanging out and a rap song comes on and everyone, and it's all white kids. And every one of these white kids knows every word to every rap song that's on. I'm like, Oh, it's over dog. It's over. It's commercialized. It's over. Everyone is into it. Now everyone's a rapper. Yeah. Now it's over. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. done. <laughs> it's done. So I'm no longer cool <laughs> knowing all these rap songs. Like, can I now do cover acts? Can I now be a, a Eminem cover act? I'll bleach the hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you almost got to go into a, you almost got to be a country rapper or a Christian rapper. That's the only way to stand out now. <laughs> and dog, that's so risky. Because if you're <laughs> so risky. <laughs> yeah. It's so risky. Speaking of that, that's really random, but I think I saw Jelly Roll in Walmart the other day. You probably did. I mean, shit. Like, maybe. He, what, what? he was in Franklin. I was like, this big motherfucker's got tattoos all on his face, and he got that little wavy haircut. I was like, I think that's Jelly Roll. Oh, I saw um, Yellow Wolf <laughs> at a Waka Flocka concert once, just trying not to be Yellow Wolf. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God. It's Waka Flocka. He's on stage. He's going crazy. <laughs> I'm in the crowd. I'm 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 feeling great. I look over, and there is a guy, a tall, skinny, tat, pasty ass, tatted up white dude, just in the corner with a drink and his hat low. And I look at him, and I recognize some of the tattoos. I really got a good look at him. Like, yo, that's just fucking Yellow Wolf. And I, <laughs> that's just Yellow Wolf. And I started like talking to the people, like uh, people I'm with, like, yo, that's Yellow Wolf. And then. A group of people heard me say that, and they start looking over, and everyone starts looking at Yellow Wolf now, and then he <laughs> notices that and leaves. <laughs> you just want to be incognito, yeah. <laughs> but you can't. I'm my bad. <laughs> my bad, Mr. And you Wolf. ruined it, like Mr. Wolf, like not Mr. Yellow, <laughs> Sir Yellow of the Mr. Wolf, Mr. Yellow of House Wolf. <laughs> oh, I and he has committed why, your face to oh, me. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm gonna run he into him years from now. He's gonna be like, so. Man, you look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you fucked up a night of mine. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> We're gonna hear him on a podcast be like, There's this yeah. hasty white boy that <laughs> ruined my Waka Waka experience in 2015. <laughs> it's like, I was trying to enjoy that show. I was just. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be getting ready to do. You'll be getting ready to do some business deal with him or something, and he doesn't realize it's you until you walk in. And be like, you fucking... Was you at a Waka Flocka concert get, and to get out yeah. of this room? No, like, deals get out. It's like I'm gonna run you out of here. Like you ran me out of there. And now, now it's like... <laughs> you gonna see what? <laughs> I got so like um, I shot a music. So funny with that, I shot a music video uh, a couple of months ago. And the, where we shot the video is in this big warehouse lot with a bunch of different like warehouses, you know, around it. People would rent for like art studios. Um, and Yellow Wolf had actually convert like bought owned some of it and had Slum Slum, Amer Slum American Studios was in this lot. And oh, shit. yeah, now I'm not there for Slum American. I'm just there. You know, I got a friend of mine who had an art studio on the lot. And they let us use their space and their time and lot to shoot the video, but. Um, so I'm there the day before. Like the was that you in the suit? That was me in the suit, yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I peeped that. Thank you. Uh, but no, um, <laughs> no, that lot. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm there like two days before with the, uh, with my home girl and we're just kind of scoping the area, looking for places that'd be cool. Like, Hey, we should get a shot here. We should be here. We should do this. And, um, I know it's over there and we're getting like we're walking back to the car and three vehicles like in a row roll by me right because it's an open like parking lot basically and it's like a convoy of cars and it's like a real like and they're all three like blacked out escalades you know what i mean or denali's or what, what the fuck ever big ass suvs and one of them rolls by and i just happen to be looking and the window's down and i look and it's yellow wolf and we make eye contact again <laughs> and as he's rolling away we just kind of maintain it and he just keeps looking at me I think he recognized me there <laughs> so you know he turned around I get, I, I want to imagine that he turned around while in the car and was like hey man you know, I had like a moment of like we should turn around and go get this guy. yeah and get almost, that motherfucker hey man that's the guy that ruined the walking what's he what's he doing <laughs> what's he doing here yeah so yellow wolf definitely knows who i am uh that's where i need you to take from both those stories nice. did you uh <laughs> did you leave the cd it. or anything what Anywhere i did on the premises for well, him I, to I find? hit it and i left a note and what the note was the first clue <laughs> I left, it's like a scavenger hunt for my mixtape I figured if he's oh, gonna, I figured like, oh, I thought like, well, just leave it here, right? He's just gonna throw it away. That's who, who all, who all has done that? So if I leave him a, you know, a mystery, and uh, he comes out there and it's like, there's a note with a clue. He might just get intrigued and like, you know, follow the breadcrumbs. And then when he finds my mixtape, he's like, oh wow, that was a waste of my fucking time. But God, I like the cleverness. I appreciate the the tenacity. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. That's what I'm hoping. I, I said you was dropping jewels earlier. I don't I don't know about that one. That's a bad no, that's <laughs> no, that's awful advice. That's awful advice. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but you're talking to a guy who I left a demo in a, a you know a plastic CD sleeve. I left it in uh as you I put it on uh, in the windshield wiper <laughs> now, of a uh, young now, Bentley. You know what probably happened? He probably like got to his <laughs> Bentley, looked at that, and said, "Man, who the fuck left this CD on my car?" <laughs> but there's also that off chance he's like, "Man, who left this CD on my right. car?" Oh, let's well, bump this shit. Let's see what this is. <laughs> you know, they probably did that one time, and it wasn't you, and it's probably someone that wasn't all that great. And they put it in, and immediately like, oh, this is why I don't listen to these things, and chucked it out the window. Yeah, fuck, I ruined it for everybody. Yeah, that guy ruined <laughs> yeah. it for you. You should blame that guy. You should blame probably. So. Yeah, <laughs> blame MC such and such yes. for that. There we go. For Man, me that's when you wanted to be some G unit too, for real. <laughs> not four years. Yeah, I mean, because he still had the Bentley. Back oh then, yeah, so he was he was doing. Well, I'm, right. I live out here in Nashville, so like talking to people about Buck during that yeah. time frame is always really funny, because everyone has like a different experience about the whole thing. Like, 
it's but so like you know locals that grew up you know that new buck from high school yeah. or whatever like i've interacted with people like that and people that were also just like in high school you know teenagers that were influenced by them yeah. and then like in the same conversation you'll go on i remember i went online a couple of months ago in the facebook marketplace and he was selling his g-unit cadillac almost bought it well. with none of my money <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I would at least try. Like, hey, yo, ten bucks on it right here. You got to at least put a bid in. <laughs> Shit was nice too. It had like G unit embroidered in like the uh, yeah. the, uh, the the headrest and the seats. I would I would have drove it around. I would have took that. Yeah, I don't know that. Hey, hey, the Bentley was yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, you know I, what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like a like a powder blue type. You know. Like I said, where where was we at? We were at Opry Mills, I believe. And was, he was he was somewhere inside, and like we parked the car, and you know, walking up, and seeing a couple yeah, of people. Like, that motherfucker clean. It's like, yeah, that's Buck. So like, yeah, that's Buck <laughs> Okay, I'll be back. Hold on, <laughs> I've got to do this. I've got to do this. Put my CD on him. Oh, like, dude, hey, well, I met uh, I met a couple of producers, like big name producers. A couple. I met Sunny Digital. Um, honorable C note and a couple of honorable C note. Who else? I made DJ, um, DJ Shadow, who's a DJ for uh, Run the Jewels. I met them all at the same festival and I rapped for every one of them. And they were, and they were all like, Oh, yeah, you cool, you nice, man. Let me get your email. And then I'm, I'm obviously not with them right now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, politics. They got threatened. They felt threatened by my game. Politics, you know, obviously. I don't, I don't fucking know. You're putting yourself out there, though. It's, it is scary, though, because we were talking about, like, putting yourself out there in groups and stuff like that. But, like, you know, that is the negative aspect of it, putting yourself out there and no one giving a fuck. You know, that does happen. Can't act like that don't happen. Oh, yeah, especially being new to any, any type of new content. Yeah. People... What did I see the other day? I, I saw something on Facebook that said people won't support you until they see that it's cool to support you. Yeah. So it's kind of like a catch-22. It's like, well, I kind of like this guy's music or I kind of like this guy's podcast or videos, but nobody else is really sharing and shit, so I'm just going to shut up. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, it's like you will not make it in your hometown First, no. I promise you. No. <laughs> God, no. That's oh. why you need to leave. Oh, Move out. Start a yes. Learn a skill. Read a book. Live in your car. Do, <laughs> do whatever it fucking takes. Nah, don't don't live in your car, kids. Don't do that. See, I was no, dropping. Dude, I like how we start. you started off commenting about my gems. And then from here on, my advice just got worse. And worse Bro. and worse. <laughs> you notice me and Dove ain't saying shit to you. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like that. It's, it's like the money that people floss on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like there's the $100 bill wrapped on the outside right. that you can see. Like, oh, that's good. But the more you start peeling it Bro, back, it's just I, a stack I'm of a, ones. I'm a roller coaster. And then once you get to the middle, it's, like... it's monopoly money. Like it's just happening. <laughs> I'm, I'm finessing. I'm yeah. wild. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
No, but yeah, you know, putting yourself out there is definitely, you know, it's, you know, it's hard, you know, at times to just be like, oh, you know, I do this, check it out to, you know, some random stranger, especially like, you know, like Jonesy, like you were saying, you're not going to, you're not going to make it in your hometown first. So you it's it's easy to get in this mindset of shit. The people that like me don't yeah. even fuck with me. So. I mean, you have to you have to have that you know unbiased I mean? um, attention first, because you know when people is like uh, for me, so they they know me. They're like, oh, that's Tyler from high school. They don't see me as Jonesy. It's like, oh, that's that's Austin from you know sixth grade, or that you know they they can't get that local you out of their mind. And yeah. it just, I don't know, it makes people retarded, if I'm allowed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is the oh, least. You might not uh, be allowed to say it on somebody else's show, but I mean, it's not. So. you started, to, I feel like when you started to say it, too, you realized you were saying it. Right. And you were like, I got to apologize immediately after I say this. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me make sure. <laughs> like, that made me feel read through. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, not fuck, dude. No, you'll never. I mean, and there ain't nothing wrong with having hope. You'll you'll get people from your hometown that'll support you no matter what. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, you're you know, being a stranger to someone, you know, is a scary but powerful thing, because the first time you meet someone, whatever they put out there is what you yeah. think they are. What exactly? And you know, perception is reality. A big, big thing. That's such a true statement. Like, there's tons of dudes, yes. like, especially us who have rapped. You know what I mean? How many rappers lie about who the fuck they are? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Besides all of them, bro. I'm a rapper. I'm let a me li- do, I've lied hold on, let me do my quick podcast. calculations. I've not told one truth. <laughs> carry, carry. You carry the. All of them, every one of them. You carry the every one, one of them, like, the number of songs. Like, yeah, just, bro, you hit the nail on the head. Like, the most powerful tool we have as content creators is the first impression. Mm-hmm. So, like, the people we reach first, that's the ones we want to impress. Like, yeah. outside of that, I mean, you might grow on them, you might not, but it's the ones you can get on your first video, on your first song, on your first podcast. Those are the ones that's gonna rock with you until you stop doing what you're doing. Exactly. So. Exactly. And like perception is so like important with that, creating that like aura about you and order and like whatever aura you want to create, you know, for like so for an artist, if you want to be mysterious and like, you know, different and like not too showboaty, you could totally do that. You just got to create that perception about you. If you want to like as a contract creator, if you want to, you know, feel like you want to bring out encouragement, you want to bring out positive vibes, you want everyone to interact with everyone, if, you know, if you're like that. That's just, it's all about who you are. If you're constantly being positive and constantly being, you know, uplifting and constantly, you know, when you're like, when you speak or make statements or make comments or something, it's always from a very positive and honest space. Yeah. You know, you can do, you can make connections that way. You know, some people, some people like will just follow you for the memes. You know, if you're just someone who makes jokes and like, you know, people will follow you just because you make memes or share memes. You know, you'll you'll find an audience with people. You're just putting out yes. there what you want that audience to be about and what 
and being authentic with yourself is the most key thing too. I feel like, I think, yeah, exactly. I, I think a lot, I don't think a lot of people are like, um, I think a lot of people like will put on a front, but not, and not be all that authentic. I think that happens right, right. quite a bit, not just with rapping, like it happens with any type of content creation or any like, you know, artistic expression sometimes, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's what I wanted to piggyback off of because it's like, we're for anybody listening, we're not saying straight up lie to your new viewers and listeners and all that shit, but like, if there is, let's say there's a uh, an area that you feel is your weakness, your first impression is a chance to pitch yourself as not that. Yeah. So like me in real life, when I was doing music, like I didn't know how to come and like come up to girls and shit like that. But with my music, oh, I was confident as fuck, bro. Absolutely. Like, so, you know, it's a, it's a segue into who you are. So you can be authentic, but you know, use it, use it as a chance to work on yourself too. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Oh, dude, I don't think I'll ever be, you know, I, I don't, yeah. you know, I don't know any artist that doesn't change throughout their artistic process and th- figuring out what kind of artist they are. I don't know anyone doesn't change while going through that. Um, because you, you know, you're, when you put just, when you're a content creator or an artist or anything, whenever you put, you know, whenever you take, the tool that you have the internet and you take your art and you put it out there you're giving it to it you're leaving it open for interpretation for judgment for viewing and you know being your most authentic self while doing that is what's going to help you what's going to is that's what's going to help you ride the waves of all the emotional waves of all that of like you know like what we've been talking about you know not having a lot of views or thinking people won't give a fuck or maybe someone going out of the way to be hateful or whatever, like creating, you know, creating content is putting yourself out there. So you want to put out your best, most authentic self that you've made for your, you know, whether you're just putting out your best, most authentic self is always just going to be the best option for you in creating content. Um, And, you know, showing your enthusiasm for what you're talking about, what you're doing. You know, if you didn't like, if you, Jonesy, if you didn't give a fuck about fragrance, and you had a fragrance podcast or a fragrance YouTube channel where you talked about fragrance, but you didn't give a shit about it. People would be able to tell. Yes. Like yes. so easily, so easily. And who, who's going to want to watch someone right. who doesn't give a shit or at least, right. and I'm not talking like doesn't give a shit in like an actual, I don't give a shit type of way. Like I'm done. You know, like, like you ever see a dude like his girl yelling at him? he's just looking straight forward and he just like does not care he's just gone like yeah. that guy's not fun to be around in general you know <laughs> you know but if that guy was trying to do, tell me how enthusiastic he was about loving his wife i know he's fucking lying so <laughs> no he's fucking <laughs> i know he's fucking lying <laughs> so i mean but the same thing can happen with content creators in any art form so yeah man i mean I think people fail at that. I think people get nervous about that idea too of being authentically themselves. I think people get yeah. real nervous about that. Which brings us to the most important part. Like at the end of the day, with any type of content, make sure you're doing it for yourself first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. if you don't like it, like why are you pitching it to other people? Right. Why yeah. would I definitely 
why would I try to sell somebody something that I wouldn't yeah. buy myself? Right. Like that's that's how I've been treating this, and that's how I landed on the fragrance stuff. Because I'm like, okay, everything else I'm kind of get either burnt out on or it feels like a chore to me. Yeah. But with this stuff, like, I don't really care about the numbers or you know who responds. I I just like making the content, and that's how I knew it was the right thing to do. Like when you feel like that, that's what you're supposed to be doing. No matter what it is, it could be, it could be fucking baking pies or tying shoes professionally or some shit. I don't give a fuck what it is. If you feel good doing it, and Steve Harvey said this a long time ago. He said, he said your gift is what you can do the best with the least amount of effort. So whether that's talking to people, selling stuff, making music, you know, whatever it is, you do that and combine it with your passion, and you're good. So for an example, I wrote about this a while back. I said, all right, yeah. my what I'm naturally good at is just figuring things out, like no matter what it is. What I was passionate about is technology. So I paired those together and I landed in IT. Like right. in my real life, I'm in IT. Beautiful. So that's the that's how you pair those together. Like, and that that's any two things that you can imagine. So, you know, whatever y'all do the best with the least amount of effort, continue to do that. Yeah. And, you know, I'll close with this and wrap, you know, this whole thing up, you know, with content creation and, you know, I know we're all at various points in it, you know, but I read a quote not too long ago that said, don't let what you can't do stop you from what you can do. You know what I mean? Like, Yep. You may yep. not you're not gonna start at the top. Stop you comparing your success to somebody else's. You know. So exactly. Exactly. That's a that's a great way to end though that actually. Thank you for saying that. Like definitely yeah, yeah guys. Yeah, if you're listening yeah. to this and you and you and you want to make content, do it. Do it. Coward. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm not calling you a coward. No, no, no. <laughs> do it. <laughs> no, I'm, right. I'm just kidding, y'all. I hope y'all. Don't I want everyone, before we get off, I want everyone to know that I do this to make y'all laugh. If I made you laugh throughout this podcast, that means I did my job right. I did what I came here to do right: be inspirational, talk about being artistic, and entertain y'all. That's what I do. And if I did that, then just watch someone throughout this entire podcast. Do what they can do, what they're supposed to do, and you can do it too. Boom, yep. boom, absolutely. And I guess my my last, like, I'm telling you, no matter where you land at, it may not be where you started or what you thought you should be doing, but that doesn't matter. Like, you know, there's a lot of people out there, especially listening right now, that's scared to start something because they think, well, maybe I'm too old or maybe I don't have enough experience or whatever it is. I read something the other day that says, you ain't got to be the smartest at it. You just got to be a step above the next person. So if you can bring somebody up to your level, hey, you can make money off of that. You can make content yep. off that. So you ain't got to be the best at it. Just just be passionate about it and let that shine through. Y'all can do it, man. For sure. There you go. There you go. Well, thank you guys for... Uh... Thank you guys for joining me and hanging out and having this discussion. Hopefully uh, somebody was enlightened or like Austin said, if not enlightened, at least you were, hopefully you were entertained because 
that's what we strive to do. We strive to, to entertain people. And uh, like I said, thank you guys for joining me. Thank thanks to listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in and hanging out with us. And uh, as they say in the black church, if nothing else holds our attention, I guess that'll be that'll be the end of the show. Uh, hit up uh, hit up Austin at uh, on his social medias. Hit up Jonesy on his social medias. You know where to find me at. And uh, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you guys another day. And to the listeners, I'll see you next week with a brand new show. And like I always tell you, if you knew better, you'd do.